0: Utah fan wanted a Troy Taylor type OC until they got one and last year they were screaming at the top of their lungs to have a game run like Andy Ludwig ran the game last night that's Utah football
1: you know being a BYU fan is like checking in at the hotel throwing the trunks on jumping in the hot tub right as you get cozy you look over and you see a couple of kitty poo poos BYU I'm sick of getting in the pool
0: all right, that's old school right there. <laughs> the kitty poo poo? That's uh what that, that movie's like 40 years old right there referencing Bill Murray scrubbing down the pool. Wow. Got to get out of the pool cuz there's poo poo in there. Everybody out of the pool. Did you ever, know, you yeah. ever go poo poo in a pool? The first one, uh, no comment. The first one. <laughs> run... <laughs> Yak is horrified. <laughs> you like to show better when we both get a little more sleep, don't you? How about you, the
2: ocean? This is kind of fun though. No comment.
0: No, I have to admit, I've weed in the ocean. Literally everybody has. Literally everybody? Well, everybody's been to the ocean. I guess there's some people who haven't been to the ocean. I should take that back. Right, right, right. probably someone living in the middle of the continent in one of the flyover states who hasn't been to the beach, which is too bad. And I appreciate the flyover states because they got my guy elected. The first comment there about uh, offensive coordinator, people were complaining this is what they wanted. Do you think there's any way... That when they were running the ball inconsistently in the first half, they would have kept feeding it to Zach Moss, and would have ended up with 29 carries. Yes, last year. Oh, oh,
2: I got you. I thought you meant. I see. I misunderstood. Right. Okay. I can. I I agree with your argument that you're making last year, but this year this
0: wouldn't have happened. They would not uh, have called. Ludwig the game.
2: said this in spring ball. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. So he was honest. He said, we're putting Tyler under center. This is what we're going to do. I asked him point blank, you know what what's the ratio of carries? And he said, Moss is going to have way more, two, three to one. And I remember him saying to me that we will call plays that will force Tyler to hand the ball to Moss.
0: He had one, Zach Moss had one game last year where he got 29 carries. He actually had 30 at Washington State. Uh, he finished with 187 yards rushing. He had 211 against UCLA. You may not remember this, but their run defense was awful, and we knew that week going into that game that he was going to have a big game. So, this versus last year is second highest carries, second highest yardage. Well, Ludwig came in here knowing
2: exactly what Kyle wanted. Yep. So, this is this is no surprise. This is the way they will win. And they very well could win the conference and be in the Rose Bowl. And this is the formula that they're going to use.
0: It is without a doubt. It's what they do. And I get that. But at some point, they're not going to have the lead. They're going to have to be able to open it up and rally. I don't are they gonna know about that,
2: to? man. I, I really, just...
0: you think they're going to just play from ahead week after week and beat everybody? I mean, that would be awesome. That would be dominating to do that. But that's not the way it usually works.
2: Uh, yeah, but it, if you're down seven in the fourth quarter with eight minutes to go, you're not going You don't have to open it up. No, you don't have to open up at that so point. So do I find a, a situation where we'll be down 14-17 with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter? I don't know that
0: I do. There won't be a game like ASU last year. Because that was a game where even if you want to run the ball, you're going to have to open it up. I also don't think they're going to go undefeated either. Right. As I would
2: never say that for anyone. And
0: that won't be a big deal necessarily. Now when you get to a Pac-12 title game and it's a one-off to go to the Rose Bowl. I mean, we've talked before. 7-2 and two should win the South and get them to the Pac-12 title game. And whether you're 7-2 and two or 9-0, and oh, I mean, I guess it would matter for the playoffs and rankings all that. But you just have to be in first place to get to the Pac-12 title right, game. Right, but
2: they weren't in that position in the Pac-12 title
0: game. Where they were down
2: big no, they and had not. to go against. They were not. Them. The
0: defense kept them in the game? As long
2: as Moss is playing, you go with it. If there's a situation that arises, then you have to look at it differently. But until and if that situation happens, I hope it doesn't. They're gonna be doing what they do.
0: It'll be interesting to see if they uh, open up some big leads of their own so they have games where they don't have to run him so much because they got to twenty nine's high end. That's a lot of carries at yeah, that rate you, he'd this be guy like is 350. A rock, man. I, I get it. I still don't want my my star running back to get hit three hundred and fifty times. <laughs> three hundred and fifty carries is a lot of carries. Well yeah, why not? I mean, and you'd still have your biggest games in front of you. And then
2: they get burned out and they're no good in the NFL.
0: Right. That's the way it goes. That's the way it goes. But still, at 350 carries after 12 games, you still have the Pac-12 title game. You might have a Rose Bowl. If you're really fortunate, you might have a playoff. Yeah, but you. if
2: you worry about that ahead of time, you might not have any of that. Right. But when the opportunity... Of course they're going to do that.
0: I mean, they could have they could have saved him a few carries last night on that final drive. They got to midfield. They had the clock down to four or five minutes or whatever. And
2: I don't think if they saved a few carries in August 28th, uh, it's going to make a 29th. It's going to make a big difference. But he won't and... get 29
0: carries against Northern. In Illinois or against uh, Idaho State, probably.
2: No, he'll be in line, getting an early
0: start and in and out for the Whittingham family. See, with that lightning delay and that late start, there's just no <laughs> shot, is there? Not last night. Yeah, in and out's gonna lock the doors and turn off the lights and go home. Right. Closes at one a.m. Yeah. Oh, is that when it closes? Yeah. Well, that's about when well, post game wrapped up, exactly. so they can't so the get there. That gonna, doesn't yeah. work. Yeah. Be, they were doing post game at twelve they'll forty-five. They'll let you get on the bus. <laughs> let's <laughs>
2: go. They won't shoo you out at one o'clock.
0: No, they just yeah they won't take orders because I now. know that for a
2: fact, having been there with certain members as twelve forty-five turned into one a.m. and yeah, yeah they
0: don't they don't they stopped taking orders at one. When
2: hours. I heard Kyle was gonna pop, I sped over there mm. so I can get in line. Free burger. Yeah. Because he makes a lot of money, and I don't make near as much.
0: All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5, 12.8 of the zone. we got a lot of people weighing in here. We better get some of their feedback. Let them I'm weigh. Let them bit. weigh. Let them weigh. I hope none of it's poo-poo. Uh, I don't think so. Uh, Jason is mad at BYU's offensive play calling. Grimes sucks. SEC running back averaging 10 a carry in the first half. He gets three touches and leaves the field after each one. He needs to be an every down back. Wilson will be fine. Still the youngest BYU to start a season opener. BYU quarterback, I assume, to start a season opener. And Tuiaki, he thinks three-man rush is enough. He said so himself. Not sold on either of our coordinators.
2: Well, those are the guys you have. It did seem to me that Williams was underused.
0: Seven carries isn't enough. He needs more.
2: I was surprised.
0: I think the limiting factor in all of this is that the offense couldn't stay on the field, and they only had 41 plays. I would think normally you'd have... I mean, this game was shortened up a lot by the Utes and the way they ran the ball. But I mean, normally you'd have 60 plays, so there ought to be more carries, there ought to be more passes, there ought to be more of everything. If you're only getting 41 snaps in a game, you're probably in trouble right right there.
2: Most likely, yeah. The third quarter, five snaps. I mean, they had the ball for two minutes to like 13 for Utah. Correct. Yeah.
0: And as far as Tuiaki and the defense, uh, you know, it looks bad with the 30 points. But fourteen or thirteen of them came on uh, defense. Inter- they
2: missed one of the P-A-T- PATs, I think the first one, Bernard's touchdown, they did not uh, convert Pinged the P A T. Right.
0: the So that's so the defense is looking at film so trying to figure 13,
2: out. So thirteen. I got thir- thirty minus ten. Seventeen, big eighters. guy. Seventeen. Seventeen. But there there was
0: the other short field on the fumble for twenty-two yards. There was, and so you probably can say four of those were on the defense. Yeah, but I think the there was one on the fumble. Did they score? They did there, It was the Zach Moss touchdown run. Because they missed a field goal there. And then got the fumble right after that. Yeah, okay. And we're right back in business. And that's probably, so you can probably count 20 points there if you want.
2: Yeah, let's go 20. That's 17, 18, 19, 20, yeah, 20. All right. I didn't want to say it, but you guys are forcing me. Take away those turnovers and BYU wins that game. You tweeted ah, that out. Yes. You didn't well have done. to be forced.
0: You sprinted well to that. I
2: said it could be a whole another game. Here I'm I'm being definitive now. Okay. I was a little wishy-washy last night, but now that I think it, now that you guys brought it up, 20, well, do the math. They only scored 10 points. They uh, the Cougars win 12 to th- to 10 and then they go for that extra point, so they really would have won 13 to 10. Sorry, Britton, but we've done it again. We didn't give you the respect that you want. I said it. As a true bluer, yeah.
0: TJ says, I'm glad it's over. Take care of business the next two weeks, and let's get that back 12 trophy. Also thought BYU played hard, and I think they'll figure some things out and have a good season. Here's hoping the Cougars show us the way to beat USC. Yeah,
2: it's interesting that SC plays Utah and BYU in consecutive weeks, reverse order there, but that they do play them in consecutive weeks. That's kind of cool. Some more big-time football. Uh, Utah taking care of business the next two weeks. Uh, Yeah, that will require showing up. Barely anything more than that. I know Kyle's got to spin it differently because you're a coach. But the rest of us, these next two weeks are going to be snooze-fests. My focus will be on BYU playing Tennessee and USC the next two weeks. Very much so, yes. I mean, those... They're much better games. Those, those are much better games. Really, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hunker down on Stony Brook and Utah State. I don't think you are. <laughs>
0: I really don't. I don't see that.
2: <laughs> on that third week, I, you think, got you'll, a conference I
0: think you'll game. hunker down on the Aggies in Wake Forest tonight. I can see that. Oh, I know, No question. Yeah, that'll be interesting. And
2: then don't, don't they have CSU? They have a third, the third game for the Ags is a conference game, is it not? I believe you're right, yeah. because
0: LSU is not until the first week of October.
2: Right, and then, of course, they've got BYU, BYU later in November, on. Yeah. So the, the Mountain West plays eight conference games, and they've got, since the schedule with LSU and uh, BYU is later in the season, I like the fact that Utah State's playing week three a conference game. But ne- these next two weeks for Utah, I don't have a whole lot to say.
0: <laughs> it's like, go get them, Utes.
2: Yeah. Well, I'll go to this game here this week, but then, then the following week, forget that. I'm not going up there to watch them play <laughs> auto state when I can go down to the ed and watch the Trojans come in for two reasons. They're playing BYU, and it's a nice preview for the following week. I love the fact that SC is playing both the schools in consecutive weeks, and then I'll be down there In the Coliseum, watching that game, which is going to just captivate my interest. Utah wins that; they're winning the conference. There, I said it.
0: (laughs) Uh, You're the man. All right, uh, week three. Utah State has a bye. So how about that? Oh,
2: I thought they played BYU later in the
0: schedule. Oh, (laughs) why you got to be like that? (laughs) Saturday, September 14th, the Aggies are taking the weekend off. They want a full two weeks to prepare for that massive game at San Diego State. San Diego State, that's who it is, yeah. Yeah, But that's the 21st. So that's still out there. That's a nice conference opener. Yes. All right, DJ and PK, we got more rolling in from the fans. Your take on the game last night. Alex says it was easy to see that coming. I don't think BYU's improved a ton from last year, and the Utes look somewhat solid so far. Alex definitely dialing down. I wonder if Alex is an Aggie. Alex has dialed it down for both teams. Right
2: I there. was disappointed in BYU's performance. I expected them to be better than they were last year. I expected them to be better able to compete with Utah from where they were in last November. No, I do think the positioning of the games hurt BYU. I think with the fact that Utah winning the division and having their eye on the following week, I think that helped the Cougars get their 20-point leads, and here there was no such thing. In fact, it, it was the worst possible timing because of the fact that Utah has received this incredible amount of hype, and it was the rivalry game really lasered in on the focus. Although I do think Utah played, came out sloppy at the start. So I, I get that. Uh, and to me, Utah did what I expected them to do. I was disappointed in BYU. I was disappointed in Zach Wilson. And I know that sounds negative, but I'm viewing it from the positive because I have a high standard for this young kid. I believe he's going to be an excellent player. And somebody asked me, are you backing off of that? Well, if my – because I said I think they're back in the elite quarterback business, blah, blah, blah. If I based it on one game, then it was a worthless statement anyway because nothing is based on one game. Greatness is not defined – by one game, nor is suckiness defined by one game.
0: DJ and PK, when we come back, more of your feedback on the rivalry game. We will get to that next. It's 97.5 and 1280
1: The Zone. And now, Attention. top of the wire on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
0: Utah wins its ninth straight rivalry game, 30-12. Zach Moss runs for 187 yards and a touchdown. Utah picks off two interceptions and runs them back for scores, and they pick up the win. The Pac-12 did lose last night. Cincinnati led the whole way, beat UCLA 24-14. to Arizona State beat Kent State 30-7. College football tonight. Utah State's at Wake Forest, 6 o'clock. Watch it on the ACC Network. Listen to it on the Zone Sports Network. Scotty G with the call pregame at 5.00. Boise State's game against Florida State Saturday has been moved from Jacksonville to Tallahassee in an attempt to play the game before Hurricane Dorian makes landfall. The game has also been moved from primetime to 10 a.m. Mountain Time. You can watch it on ESPN News. Top of the Wire is brought to you by Diamond Airport Parking. Fantastic rates, free car washes, 24-7 shuttle services, detail, oil changes and glass repair while you're away. Diamond Airport Parking, we're the best rewards program in Utah. It's the only airport valet service in Utah. Park, ride, and save just off I-80 and Redwood Road. That's Diamond Airport Parking
1: Francis Bernard, the former BYU Cougar, runs it back. And in the last nine meetings now between these two, that is the eighth defensive touchdown by Utah. We never gonna lose it, though. They they so poo-poo.
2: Y'all can tweet that. I love Tyler Huntley more today than I did
0: yesterday. What is it about the rivalry and weird quotes? And that's when maybe you can write off a little bit to one in the morning because that was pretty weird. Late start, and then it gets pushed back, and then they have a lightning delay. How many of the fans stuck around? Just the red?
1: Uh, did the no, blue a bail? a fair
2: amount of blue, especially with uh, BYU students not having school. That school didn't start till Tuesday. Where are they going to go? Right. Hang out. Watch the game. I mean, there's no topless bars in Provo. (laughs) Thanks, VK. Well, it's an accurate statement, is it not? I suppose it
0: is.
2: (laughs) What do you mean, suppose? You've bemoaned that fact many times over. Hey, anything I say cannot be held against me. Yeah, you're too, too sleep-deprived <laughs> today.
0: It's all fair game now. <laughs> Whatever, just blurt it out. Got My
2: you. wife just texted me, are you tired? Oh, yeah. I'm going to text back, no poo-poo. <laughs> no poo-poo. <laughs>
1: no poo-poo. <laughs>
2: Uh, of course so we am. were
0: talking about Zach Wilson on and off all morning long. You know, the twenty-one to thirty-three for two hundred eight yards you can live with, especially in a game where they just didn't get to run that many plays. Um, and I think I did the math wrong on how many plays they ran, by the way. But I believed it. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> but it's the two interceptions. It's taken. If you take those two back, then how do you feel about the way he played? I mean, those are the you take those, those two starters. back. No, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that.
1: Come on.
2: I tried it last night, and you freaking Ute idiots, I'm screwing with you. And I'm giving you seven days warning, actually eight days. I'm going to screw with you again next Saturday.
0: All the offensive stats are down because there weren't a lot of snaps in this game because they shortened the game. It was, Despite what I said earlier, it was 64 snaps for the Utes. At 55 for BYU. So when you look at why didn't this guy get more carries? Why didn't this guy throw the ball more? Well, the the teams that play hurry up and all that and, and, and post some of these eye popping numbers, they're snapping the ball 75, 80, 85 times a game. And here, the Utes ran 64 plays and BYU ran 55. So, all the numbers are depressed. Now, having said that, Tyson Williams finished in the game with seven carries. That I mean, It's if an
2: abomination. He didn't come all the way from South Carolina to Provo. you and only get the ball seven times.
0: Agreed. If you'd played the over-under game and said 15, I'd have taken the over. And That's the only, a joke. That's poo-poo. He got about half of that. You
2: want a definition of poo-poo?
0: T-dub. Right. You need the ball more. Yes. And he will get it more. I will be surprised if he averaged seven carries per game. Will you? Yes, I'll be very surprised. Now you added very. as a precursor to surprised. Exactly. I'll I'll tell you what.
2: I'll be very, very surprised. How's that for analysis?
0: Pretty deep, huh? I was going to say it's very, very, very deep. I never played the games the best you got. Jason uh, on Facebook says, You guys keep saying that it's difficult to get good players at BYU. You're wrong. A good coach can teach and train players to play as a team. Maybe not win every game, but be impressive. BYU has talent, but they're not impressive. (laughs)
2: Don't tell me I'm wrong.
0: You shut the hell up. You're wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Little Mo Green there. (laughs) You don't buy me out, I buy you out. How dare you
2: tell me I'm wrong. Let's see you do this show every day for all these
0: years. Poo-poo on you, right, Buck? Tony says, come on, Tyler was just playing into the rivalry and giving social media something to talk about. It was kiddish at almost 1 a.m. when he said it. There's been so much talk about this being the year BYU beats Utah. The poo-poo comment may have been dumb. <laughs> I can't believe I just had to say that. The poo-poo comment may have been dumb, but it summed up the youth's mediocre offensive passing performance and is still getting beat by 18. It was
2: kiddish, but it also made me skittish.
0: No passing game, that's what's going to keep the Utes from going anywhere, and that makes me happy to think about, Shane says. Shane, I guess you better hope that. They have no passing game, or they have it, they just chose not to show it because they didn't need it. That is the question that everyone can debate, and you can't really prove anybody wrong at this point. Maybe we'll get some games later that tell us more about that.
2: He was 13 of 16. He threw 16 passes and completed 15 of them. That was a couple of drops. Yeah. So, Keithy catches that ball. It's a big play. He may be still running. He running to Tooele.
0: Just south. Should have gone to, like, Nephi or Fillmore.
2: No, 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 that, you no. You think you would have
0: cut back? Yes. Oh, okay. Gain
2: more yardage. So, add another. He makes
0: that catch. Add another 95 yards to the passing total. Brandon says, well, I can't, unfortunately, disagree with Huntley's statement. Huntley is not a playoff contender quarterback. He didn't look great last night, but the defense came through, and that's what brought the win. So what? I think Brandon thinks they can't win just with running and defense. Get where they want to go. They can
2: get to the Rose Bowl, and I think that's where they want to go. Anything else is out of your control. And the Pac-12 is already off to a crappy start. Uh, well, I should say a poo-poo start with two losses, and we'll see what happens. CSU and Colorado tonight, right?
0: Yeah, that's one of the games out there tonight. What TV network's that on? Uh, I think it's the ESPN game. Is it? Give me a moment, and I will. Because I'll be paying attention to that. I'll find all of that for you. Should be be an interesting matchup, two teams that are. Yep, ESPN, 8 o'clock
2: mountain. Because I'm going to go home, take a nap, take a poo-poo, and then I'll be ready.
0: (laughs) It won't start on time. It's falling Wisconsin and South Florida at five, so that that'll get. Pushed well, I got back. nowhere to go. That'll get pushed back. Have the house to myself. Do you care about Oklahoma State and Oregon State on FS1? Uh, not no, as much because Oregon State uh, at home, but Oklahoma State will probably go up there and light them up. I
2: would assume, but you know, if Oklahoma, or, yeah, Oregon State's barometer is progress.
0: Oklahoma State's a 14-point favorite on the road. Colorado's a 13.5-point favorite over CSU, and that's on the neutral field. They go to the Broncos' stadium and play that.
2: Correct. I think for the Pac-12 perspective, you absolutely have to have, absolute must are Colorado and SC. Now, if Oregon gets Auburn, that's nice.
0: But SC needs to beat Fresno Stanford State. Stanford
2: gets Northwestern, that's nice. But you can't have games in which you would 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 you just say Colorado was the favorite by
0: thirteen and a
2: half? You just can't have that. You already had a double digit favorite lose last week. You can't have that again. You just can't do it.
0: Arizona and UCLA have done enough damage. Thanks, guys. Can everybody else come through? Right. So you you need the double digit favorite to win. Washington State's playing New Mexico State. They're thirty one point favorite. That uh, ought to be a W. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Trucking in an independent. I mean, Leach has
2: had a couple of years where he lost to uh, this yes. big Skyers. But, yeah. you know, if you win 11-2 and two and you're telling me you're better, then obviously I'm expecting your, you to win that
0: one. All right, more people weighing in on the uh, rivalry game. Nick says, unfortunately, as childish as that comment was, Tyler's right, and it depresses me. <laughs>
2: If I'm a BYU fan, I get it. Yeah,
0: I get it. I don't think they need to be that far down now. Let's see what happens with Tennessee and USC. If Utah's really a legit top 15 team, so, that's what people I are think projecting. All, right? I don't
2: have any problem putting, putting them 15, there. Top 15,
0: right. And then you look at USC and Tennessee, and nobody thinks they are top 15. So it's one thing nah. to play a top 15 team. It's another thing to play top 40. That's been true for BYU all the way through the independent era. A very good Wisconsin team. Came in and dominated in Provo, oh, yeah, Washington. Yeah. They went up there and got smoked. But again, you're dealing LSU. with the top 15 teams. LSU, right? You're dealing with these elite teams. They're five and five. They're uh, five and 14 in the independent era against Power Five teams, but 0 oh, and nine against Utah. So you take those out, they're five and five against everybody else. They ought to be able to pick off one or two of these games coming up. I think the
2: big question is how great Utah is, and then the other question is how good BYU is. Are they good? But I think Utah's already answered the question of good. It's a question of great. I can buy that. Are they Pasadena great? That's the big answer. And we're probably not going to know that until minimally the o- second October, week of November. No, probably November. No, I think second week of November.
0: Oh, when they play that Washington game? That's when you got
2: circled? Well, if they clinch the division. Oh, okay. And then Pasadena great, we won't know until December. And I think it would be cool if they played either Oregon or Stanford, since they have they won't play them no in the no rematch. Yeah, I fresh. would like to see it would be fresh, not have a rematch.
0: Uh, for BYU fans this weekend, check out Tennessee and Georgia State. That game's on ESPNU Saturday afternoon at one thirty, and Tennessee's favored by twenty-seven. i Am not going to check that out? Well, a hardcore BYU fan might. You won't. Hardcore BYU I'm not going to gain anything from that. It's like, wow, I'm going to check out Texas A&M with Texas State. No, I'm not. What if they struggle? Somebody's going to struggle. You know there's always upsets. There's always, you know, these schools come in and they got their 63 I scholarships. I just don't think it makes it a
2: lick of difference either Min- way. Minnesota almost lost last night.
0: Yeah, that was. They, they were, Minnesota. They, they South scored Dakota a touchdown State. in the fourth quarter. They were down 21-20. Yeah, Minnesota State's the team in that conference. Minnesota though. State. Coach. Thanks, Coach. <laughs> The old Minnesota State, very underrated show.
2: Had oh, I'm getting requests. Had its moments. Play Hunley's Common again. I couldn't hear it very well. I think he's just. I think he's just joking. I think he's with. messing around, right? Yeah, he just wants to hear it again.
1: We're never gonna lose to them.
0: They, they so poo poo.
1: <laughs>
0: y'all, y'all can tweet that. I did. <laughs> you did. That's how I heard it first. And when you tweeted, it, I thought, what is that? What's going on? I don't have any idea. You so poo-poo. And then I saw it. Like, aha, now I got it. And it did look, and I've always seen it edited, it did look like Britain followed up with saying something about, I'm a junior, i got to play him again, but he's a senior, so he can just say whatever he wants, he doesn't have to deal with it. He did. Mm-hmm. Britain had something to that effect. Yeah, yeah
2: I mean, Huntley's done. Yeah. Uh, Covey's not. He's got one more season. He's got one more win. I'm calling right now. They win next year.
0: Really? You're not worried about the new quarterback in the opener? I mean, it could be Shelley, who's obviously got games under his belt and may have more. BYU with the junior quarterback and Utah with, well, not Huntley. We know that Shelley or somebody else who wins the job. Well, right now, it would either be him or Bad Moon. Bad Moon Rising. Yeah. Or a grad transfer, the way things are going these mm-hmm. days. For sure. Can't yeah. rule that out. Cannot. Don't have any line on anybody. Jack but Sears. <laughs> Stand Staying inside the conference to torture his old team. He's going to graduate here in uh, December. In December, and then we'll see where he lands after that. All right, more people weighing in on the rivalry game. You're taking you us up on the uh, Facebook page. DJ and PK. Uh, you can tweet at us, David DJ James. And we will get to more of your feedback coming up next. DJ and PK. We'll get your uh, open mics. You can send us those. Yak, you got a few built up. You ready to go with those? Could use a few more. We've played a lot of the ones that come in already. Alright, let's go. Grab your phone. Use the open mic. Give us your take on the game. DJ and PK brought to you in part by Larry H. Miller, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram and Sandy. Find your deals online at LHMDeals.com. And it's all over. Almost here. Don't go nowhere.
1: Big, 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 big show. Show. Sure. Big show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Are you ready? You guys ready? A friend of ours covering his final BYU-Utah game, Brad Rock. How many BYU-Utah games have you covered? I'm guessing out of 41, I probably made 36 of them. Mm -hmm. Wow. So out of all those 36, what (laughs) stands out as rivalry moment number one for you? Uh, There's some classics. You know, the game was secondary to the story for me. Max Hall's rant was epic, but I'm going to have to go with the time the guy jumped out of the stand and tackled the cheerleader from Utah. (laughs) (laughs) That was up there. That's a good one. You don't see that, you know? Yeah. Ever. Even, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've seen it anywhere else in the country. Turn this up. Catch the big show. Presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Afternoons from three to seven on 975-1280 the zone and the Zone Sports Network. Clearly only one team here has been living right on and off the field.
0: Utah fan wanted a Troy Taylor type OC until they got one, and last year they were screaming at the top of their lungs to have a game run like Andy Ludwig ran the game last night. That's Utah football.
1: You got it all wrong, PK. Ask any Cougar fan. BYU lost. Utah didn't win. You know, being a BYU fan is like checking in at the hotel, throwing the trunks on, jumping in the hot tub. Right as you get cozy, you look over and you see a couple of kitty poo-poos. BYU, I'm sick of getting in the pool.
0: Feedback of the day brought to you by Audi Salt Lake City, where you can pick up a new Audi Q5 SUV for only three fifty nine dollars per month. Visit Audi Salt Lake City at 999 South State or AudiSaltLakeCity.com. Did Tyler Huntley accurately sum up the game? They so poo-poo. Should have said, and didn't I say, says... Should have been Huntley. Did we play like the 14th best team in the nation? And Twitterverse would have said no. Oh, that's all you got? Yep. That's it. I mean, come
2: on. What difference does that make? It's the first game. That's exactly what I wanted for Utah. I wanted something to be able to crack them on. And they can clearly crack on, I mean, Keithy drops a pass and then whiffs on a block on like the next play. And, you know, they're a little sluggish at the start there. <clears throat> so that gives them something to really focus on. Because these next two weeks are going to be a breeze. we got to wait till uh, what, uh, September 19th, 20th?
0: Yeah. Got a Friday night game at USC that ought to get everybody's attention. Yeah, it's already got mine. So. But until then... Yeah, it's New City. Until then, we'll be focusing on some other games... Uh, there'll see, be some games. Uh, USC will play Stanford. That'll get our attention. But yeah, yeah, for sure. It'll be a little, be a little limiting. Well, as far as Utah goes, but there'll be other right. games. Yeah. Except Friday, September twentieth. Circle it. I have, I have, I've been doing that. It's been that way for a long time. Jordan says both teams were sloppy. Utah's depth came through in the end. Wilson made mistakes that he'll learn from, and both teams will be fine. Mm. Goes back to what Norm Chow was talking about yesterday. Both are experienced quarterbacks, but one guy's making his eighth start, and one guy's making his – or maybe seventh or eighth start. And the other guy's making his 20th start. And it's not so much that Huntley made big plays, but he didn't make any awful plays. accurate, 13-16, a couple drops. It could have been even better.
2: I mean, yeah, Wilson's got to get better. He's got three, six picks against these guys, right? One last year, two. Blackman's got two. He had the one last year. Francis Bernard had it. The thing I liked about Utah, outside of uh, Huntley's giddiness with the poo-poo, I really didn't see any outrage and forms of celebration. I didn't see. I think Britton Covey was probably the most demonstrative on the field. He grew up there. He talked about having season tickets and wanting to play there is a dream of his, and he got it from the other team, and they won the game. And so he was excited because it's the only time he'll play in there because they're going to play Rice Eccles next week. What next about uh,
0: Francis Bernard? I mean, he had to yeah. pick six against his old team, flash the U up to the student section. Okay, in the moment, but yeah. I'm talking about after the game. Yeah, that's why I'm asking that what about because I wasn't there and you were.
2: No. No, I thought he sat down he was very reserved. He said, you know, I enjoyed my time here at BYU I, He wasn't no trash talking. I saw him. I guess it's his fiance. Somebody did a story I, don't, I forget which paper I read it in about the, the child and the fiance And so I when I came out of the locker room or the postgame area he was with her and uh, then I walked around as with the Utah Sports Information, somebody in the crowd yelled out, "PK, you played a good game." <laughs> Brooke looked at me and laughed.
0: <laughs> DJ PK and Mads joining us now. Coach in uh, American Fork and Mads. Good morning. Good morning. How's it going? Going well. We're, we're curious here. What technology does Orange Theory Fitness use to set them uh, set themselves apart from all the other workouts in the market?
3: Yeah, so with, with Orange Theory, we've got the latest technology um, using heart rate monitors. that um, We use a specific heart rate algorithm specific to Orange Theory Fitness in our high-intensity workouts. Um, and the technology system that we use is a platform specific to Orange Theory called OTB that actually captures our members' data through workout summaries to track their progression and performance. And um, with that, we have a mobile app that allows for booking into classes into over a 1,000 Orange State Fitness studios nationwide. Um, They can actually use that app as well to track their progression and performance outside of the studio, which is great. Um, And so within those studios, we actually have – 13 locations currently um, with our holiday in American Fork Studios opened up in the fall of 2019. So the technology really does set us apart. Um, for me personally, it's it's been a game changer. My first year at Orange Theory, I lost 30 pounds and 6% body fat. And it was because I was able to track all of my performance um, over time. And it's literally been the best thing.
0: Well, Mads, we appreciate a little bit of time. You can, uh, yeah, thank you so much. All right, you can uh, join her in American Fork, where she is a coach there. And uh, you can learn more about Orange Theory. She's also the studio manager. I don't want to undersell all the titles and all that. Orange Theory is all across the Wasatch Front now. they got 15 locations across the state of Utah, including new locations coming soon in American Fork and Holiday. And you get to try out your first Orange Theory class For free. See if you like it. All right. Thanks to them for sponsoring today's show, DJ and PK. More on the rivalry game, more on the Utes and the Cougars coming up with Austin and Tony. Stay with us.